the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, it is an absolutely wonderful, beautiful, sensational day. And I'm back in California studios with my great, great producer. I'm having an out-of-body experience, Jason. Is it already 7 o'clock? Oh, wow. Noah, you know, I I just thought about that. We, we, We are in prime time. Four hours early. Four hours early, prime time for everybody that's driving home, starting to get on the roads a little bit early right now. It's your life. It's your life. And it's all about you. Um, it's all about the things that you do, things that you, the way that you think, uh, the encouragement that uh, you have for others and others have for you. It's all about building each of us up, regardless of what the situation and circumstances. It's all about hope. It's all about love, two things we always talk about. It's all about hope. It's all about faith. It's all about forgiveness. And, you know, uh, I got somebody very special here with me today, Noah, to uh, uh, help talk about that. And just that wonderful, fantastic co-host of mine, Michelle Cooley. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Happy Monday. This is a special day. I mean, we we got another we got another family member here today. We're excited about. Um, he's pretty shy, but we're I think so he's happy going to air. have That's him. all there is to it. <laughs> I, I think he should too, but you know, we're going to give him an opportunity as 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 we uh, get along with this absolutely fantastic show. Um, I want our listeners to know that uh, today's show is so important to me, and hopefully it's, it's important to you as well because it brings awareness to a lot of things that happened in our lives, a lot of experiences that we have. And it sometimes um, it brings awareness uh, to why we might feel or act a certain way because we don't know what the problem is. And Noah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, sometimes you go through life and, you know, there's, there's things that happen to you, maybe on a mental or a physical level, and you're not really quite sure what is going on and... Sometimes either hearing information like this or somebody else hears it and passes it along, it can make all the difference. And we got this fantastic doctor who is going to enlighten us and educate us. So we got Dr. Russell uh, Leverwich. And what what are we going to be talking about today, Michelle? What's, What's the title? The title of the show today is Breakthrough Early Testing Research for Neurodegenerative Diseases. 
And I tell you, we're going to go heavily deep into that. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 344 1170 Again, that's one 344 1170 Noah, I cannot wait to get this show started. Let's just get started right now. Why wait? Michelle, will you tell our listening audience the purpose of today's show? Yes. The purpose of today's show is to learn about the background and career of CEO, co-founder of Amprion, Dr. Russell Leibovitz. Learn about the research and tests for early detection of neurodegenerative diseases such as Lewy body dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. And learn what Lewy body dementia is, its causes and symptoms. And learn what the differences are between dementia, Lewy body dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. And to learn what is the SYNTAP test. Wow. Can you please introduce this great guest to our listeners? Yes, Dr. Russell Leibovitz, CEO and co-founder of Amprion. Dr. Leibovitz leads the company to launch breakthrough testing for Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and neurodegenerative diseases. Dr. Russ Leibovitz brings in-depth expertise in managing biotech companies in the diagnostics field. His broad experience spans from research and development to early stage to commercial product launch. Dr. Leibovitz has spearheaded global projects for Fortune 100 companies and venture-backed startups. The visionary CEO has forged strategic relationships with pharmaceutical companies and renowned clinicians worldwide. Before his management career, Russ worked as a senior scientist and research physician for over 15 years. Over his illustrative career, Dr. Leibovitz served on the faculty of Baylor College of Medicine at the Texas Medical Center in Houston and the Fox Chase Cancer Center in Philadelphia. A champion for brain health development, Russ has also worked closely with the Alzheimer's Drug Discovery Foundation, playing the role of the principal investigator, always eager to collaborate on science. Dr. Russ Leibovitz plays an active part in research projects with the Center for Neurologic Study, the Michael J. Fox Foundation, ALS Association, and several other Lewy Body Dementia organizations. To date, Dr. Russ has appeared on 20-plus Brain Health Podcasts, spreading the message of early detection He has received his MD and PhD degrees from the Washington University School of Medicine. The James Cooley Show is July proudly presents Dr. Russell Leibovitz. Dr. Russell Leverage, welcome to the show. And I know you said to call you Russ, and so, uh, but I, we, we still had to make that the proper intro. So uh, from here on out, Michelle and I will call you Russ. How you doing, sir? I'm so happy to be here today, JC and Michelle, and it's a great honor. And let's just talk about some things that are important to all of us. And I'm going to let you, you guys lead. Well, you know, everything that, uh, that we did during our research, and we find it so fascinating from the, the scientific perspective and also from the medical perspective. Because you, you, <laughs> you're a doctor in both of those areas. Yeah, so, uh, Dr. Lieber, please tell the listening audience uh, where, you are, where you grew up in. Uh, tell them a little bit about your background. Sure. I uh, grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and went to public schools through high school in the city of Pittsburgh. And 
know, that was a formative part of my life. And then I moved to outside of Detroit, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and went to the University of Michigan, and then moved from there to Washington University and lived in St. Louis, where I did a lot of training in science and medicine. And, you know, since then, I've lived all over the U.S., and I've loved every single part where I've lived. And right now, I'm on the West Coast, because that's where Amprion is. You are in Oakland right now, you told me earlier before the show. But, Doctor, were you always interested in science and medicine growing up, or was this later on in life? No, for me, it was always science and medicine. It just of all the things in school, you know, you get bored with some, you're good at some. For me, it was understanding how the world works. And, you know, it starts with when you turn on a light switch, why does that light go on? I remember being amazed when I was young and it's that things, it makes things really happen. And then over time it got to be more about people. And once it was with people, one of the things you can do is to understand diseases and try to make people's lives a little better. Wow. Uh, Russ, you worked as a senior scientist and research physician for over 15 years, what did both of those entail? Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it was trying, you know, I was lucky enough to be trained and just when there were some revolutions in biology and medicine, and it was really understanding molecules, understanding DNA and RNA and proteins, which are the core of how we store information and how we express it. And once you could study those, the whole world opened up. And so, you know, my original interests were in viruses and cancer, and that's still a really active area. But over time, it's moved into the brain because that's just a frontier where we're lagging. Uh, And so I want to be able to use my knowledge and skills and recruit other really great people to try to make a difference in helping the way, you know, we understand the way our brains work. Were there a turning point somewhere along the line because uh, you, you, you're a PhD and you're a medical doctor, and I believe that you were doing a medical doctor first. What was the big uh, turning point that prompted you and said, okay, I got to dig deep and I got to uh, help out uh, the scientific world a lot more? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. It was really, you know, what I described before, that suddenly in the scientific world, there were tools so that we could ask questions about how our cells work and how our bodies work that we could never ask before. And so it was, okay, if I'm going to be studying medicine, I really want to be able to understand what's on the cutting edge and be able to ask questions and contribute to the knowledge myself. Wow. You know, so uh, you are the CEO and, and co-founder of uh, uh, Amprion. Tell us a little bit about what your organization goal is yeah. and what you do. Sure. Amprion is a company that was started maybe seven or eight years ago, and it's founded on an idea that was discovered by my co-founder at the University of Texas. And it was really what we deal with are something called misfolded proteins. And very quickly, when we make proteins in our body, they really execute things in our cells and they keep things running the way they're supposed to. And most proteins, all proteins are made as a chain, but that chain, as soon as it's made, folds into a very specific shape. And in that case, 
The form and the shape is the function. But there are a small number of proteins in the body, we've learned, that don't fold into one predominant shape and that they can fold into multiple shapes. And these, this class of proteins, when it folds into a good shape, that protein is helpful. It is a builder. It is a constructor. Uh, but when it folds into a bad shape, then it is a destroyer. And it turns out that there are a number of diseases that we wouldn't have known about unless we could understand misfolded proteins where a very rare event of folding from a good protein into a bad form causes the disease, spreads the disease, and is the disease. And in many cases, these are the neurodegenerative diseases, which are Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, other dementias, other motor diseases. Wow. And you that's know, <laughs> what Amprion focuses on. Sorry. You know what? We, we're going to take a station break, but when we come back, we're going to delve off into uh, some of these diseases and um, so you can educate our listening audience, especially myself, <laughs> uh, on what they are and some of the ways that we can try to help prevent it. So uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. We'll be back shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. 
Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to This Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I, I tell you, Noah, uh, this great doctor, Dr. Russ, is uh, educating us already, and we haven't even got off into any of the the diseases or, or any of those things yet, so I'm telling you. Something you're going to love. I actually just found out from uh, our mystery PR person who will remain nameless but he explains some of what's going on scientifically with Star Wars. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. And so, and so I have to ask him to tie this all together. Okay, so uh, Noel, I know uh, I'm going to be looking around. I'm looking through the mirror. And that vein is going to pop up. In the <laughs> you know, I, I tell you what, Noel. To, tomorrow uh, we got another special show. Uh, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, most definitely. So tomorrow, as everybody knows, is the day of the big California recall special election. And we are going to have special coverage here that's beginning at 7. Well, 7 is the time you normally hear It's Your Life. So James is going to be in the spot where Andrea K. normally is at 6 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow for It's Your Life. Man, I'm just, uh, you guys are spoiling me to death, man. <laughs> I mean, but I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And I, I tell you. Uh, listen to the audience, if you want to be part of this great discussion with Russ, or Dr. Russ, um, that's one 1170 Again, that's one 1170 Dr. Russ, Lewy body dementia is a form of a neurodegenerative disease. Can you tell us what it is, what's the cause, and who can get it? Yeah, thanks for asking. Lewy body dementia is something that we really only understood. We really recognized it for the first time maybe 30 years ago. And it's a form of dementia. It turns out to be the second most common form of dementia after Alzheimer's. But Lewy body dementia is sort of a triple threat. So the symptoms here, if we talk about neurodegenerative diseases, Alzheimer's is mainly a disease of memory and reasoning and executive function and planning. On the other end of the spectrum, <clears throat> we have diseases that are mainly motor, so Parkinson's. I know that probably a number of people in the audience may know people with Parkinson's. With Parkinson's, it's very hard to move in a way that we have our whole lives. There may be tremors, there may be stiffness, but it's beyond muscle itself. It actually comes from the brain. So you have motor on one end and you've got cognitive and reasoning on the other. Lewy body dementia sits square in the middle. So if you have Lewy body dementia, you're likely to have motor problems and you can't get around well. At the same time, having memory and cognitive problems. But the triple threat here is that many people with Lewy body dementia also develop symptoms that we would think might be psychiatric or schizophrenic. They have hallucinations that where they're seeing things that they are sure are there. There may be paranoia. So it's very hard to diagnose early because you have any one of these three symptoms. Any one of those symptoms is really very difficult for someone, but to have all three at the same time, as I said, it's the, the bad trifecta. And so we want to make awareness and we also want to eradicate this or recognize it as early as possible. What are the early warning signs and what is the stages of Lewy body dementia, doctor? Sure. So the warning signs are, as I've said, I'll go through some, but, you know, it's, they are 
signs that you'd see in someone with early stages of Alzheimer's dementia. There are signs that would be related to Parkinson's. And then there's that combination and then sort of the hallucination. So, you know, again, it's a loss of reasoning and logic. We talk about executive function. That just means you get up. What am I going to do today? How do I do that? So things we do our whole lives, we suddenly can't do that anymore. That's a loss of executive function. Memory, the same as in Alzheimer's. We don't remember how to get from where we've lived for 40 years to the grocery store around the corner, and we don't remember the people who are most important to us in our lives. Uh, you can have an addition with Lewy body dementia, as I mentioned, hallucinations, paranoia, and then the motor symptoms very rigid muscles, like people take shuffling little steps, everything you'll see in Parkinson's, uh, leaning to one side because things are stiff. The other thing that happens in Lewy body dementia is what we'll call autonomic nervous system changes. An autonomic nervous system controls the automatic things in our life, the heart rate, blood pressure. So at the same time that we can't remember things and we don't, we can't get around and we can barely move, suddenly we can't control our heart rate. It may race or it may be dangerously low. When we go to stand up, we're faint because our blood pressure can't be regulated anymore. So all of these are various symptoms. Earliest symptoms are, can involve things also like sleep disorders. The thing that is characteristic of Lewy body dementia and Parkinson's that very few people know, but that the sleep disorder here is in the deepest part of sleep. And when we're dreaming, we actually act out our dreams. So this type of sleep disorder is usually reported by a partner who's suddenly being hit in the face and kicked in the middle of the night. And when they wake up their partner, it's, well, I was dreaming that I was fighting with someone. And so we can no longer, when we sleep normally, we have a dream and we disengage that from the actual movements. With these diseases, we can't do that any longer. And sometimes it can be the earliest signs. It can be five, 10 years before you develop the rest of the symptoms. And so what we would say for stages, we'll call things where there aren't definitive symptoms, where you have a sleep disorder or a little bit of stiffness or a little bit of loss of memory, as we'll call that prodromal. It just that's a name for things that are pre-disease. And then we get into the clinical stage that I'm describing. And then in the advanced stage of the disease, all of these are, become so intense that really people can't function, can't really take care of themselves. Dr. Russ, producer Noah here. What originally actually drew me to the, yourself and this story as I shared it with James was its connection to uh, legendary actor Robin Williams, uh, always one of my favorite comedians and, and people for, for that matter. Um, and I know that this also highly contributed to his passing. What prevented, I'm very curious because I don't know, what prevented actor, comedian Robin Williams from having being properly diagnosed as having LBD? It's a great question. And so, you know, when we talk about what prevented it, it's just our knowledge and the fact that these diseases evolve over time and they, be, they can look like one another. So it's not early on that no one knew he had a disease. It was diagnosed as Parkinson's because Lewy body dementia is 
partly the symptoms of Parkinson's. And so you pay attention to sort of what is most obvious and what the patient recognizes. And it turns out that for actors and singers, the, the, one of the things they are super sensitive to are changes in their voices. That is, that is how they work. And so if suddenly your voice, you can't control it, it's either quivering, you can't make it loud, you can't make it soft, you can't control it, that is a very, very early symptom of both Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia, and one that someone like a singer or an actor might pick up years before someone who's not a singer or an actor. So having recognized that and going to see a doctor about that, they tend to, they tended in that case to focus on the Parkinson's without him sharing that he was having hallucinations and that he was worried about not remembering things. So he had a definitive diagnosis of Parkinson's. Parkinson's is a, is a certainly a disabling disease, but people live a long time with Parkinson's. Um, but it turns out that at the same time, he was having these other symptoms, the loss of ability to plan, to memorize, uh, and it was having hallucinations, which he didn't share as much. And so it was really only after he died that they were able to fully diagnose because, you know, one of the ways we know which of these diseases is looking at the brain after death. And that's, a, that's not the way we want to be able to diagnose in the future, but that's been the definitive way. And I, you recall, Robin Williams actually took his own life. And this is not uncommon for people with Lewy body dementia. It's this combination of not remembering, losing your mind and having hallucinations and not being able to get around or be mobile that is particularly devastating. So I would say that with these diseases, what we're learning now is we as we develop molecular diagnostics where you can say much more objectively that someone has a disease, even the best doctors at the best institutions may be wrong 20% or 25% of the time when they make a diagnosis or miss a diagnosis. So no fault here. These are things that need to be diagnosed with objective tools. Wow, that's fascinating stuff. And I guess, and maybe this is something that might have helped him as he was dealing with this and the immediate family, um, I don't know if it was or not, is LBD hereditary? And do you know, did anybody else in the Williams family have it? Yeah, most of what I know is from the uh, documentary they produced. And what, what I'll tell you in general, for all the neurodegenerative diseases, they share this, that there are genetic and familial components, but it's no more than 10 or 15% of the total. So 85 to 90% are what we'll call sporadic. No particular reason, but just the same way that many people get cancers. You know, some cancers are genetic, most are not. And so what we know about these diseases is that, you know, if you have two close relatives that have the disease, then you should begin to wonder if you have a familial or genetic uh, predisposition. But really having, since it 85% are sporadic, having one relative, that can happen to almost anyone. So I, I'm not aware of this being a familial and genetic disease in the case of the Williams family. I think that would have come out in the documentary, and most are not. But, you know, those who are, again, if you see 
you know, someone has it and their parent had it and an uncle had it and a grandparent had it on the same side, then you can be pretty sure that you need to look for a genetic cause. But that's relatively rare. It's good to know, James. That is great to know. And I tell you, uh, Russ, you are educating our listening audience. And uh, it's fascinating because I'm learning a whole lot. and, and, And my great producer, Noah, is always interested in learning as much as he can. Uh, about things like this but we're going to take a station break but we're going to come back and we're going to continue this great conversation with dr russ and i tell you if you want to be part of the of this conversation please call at 1-888-344-1170 again that's 1-888-344-1170 we'll be back shortly after break it's your life i'm james cooley There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Odyssey.com. 
It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I tell you, Russ, you are really putting it down. And this is information, as I stated in the beginning of the show, that we all need to be aware of. We all need to have a better understanding. We all need to just uh, be able to put this out because awareness is what we need in order to prevent certain things or, better yet, to understand certain things. And uh, this is so interesting. And we only got halfway through that one. But uh, I tell you, listen, audience, if you want to be part of the conversation with Dr. Russ, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Noah, I think you said we got uh, uh, another great doctor on the phone calling in from Texas. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think uh, you know this doctor very well. We have a uh, new friend of the show, Dr. Strom, on the phone. Absolutely. How you doing, Dr. Strom? How you doing, sir? I'm doing excellent, uh, 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 James. How are you, uh, your beautiful wife, and Dr. Russ doing today? You know, I, I tell you, Dr. Russ is educating us, and me and Michelle just keep looking at each other like, wow, it's, we did not know anything anything at all about uh, Lewy body uh, disease. And uh, I, I'm interested in learning a lot more and also learn about the rest of the, these diseases that uh, the great doctor is going to talk about. That's great. That's great. I just had a quick question for him, if you don't mind. Absolutely, sir. Uh, Dr. Russ, uh, uh, just a couple questions. Uh, first of all, my mom, was, when she passed away, she had dementia. And I always was curious of what, what caused, it, caused it and what's the treatment of it. And I'm glad you're here today. So there's two questions. Uh, first question is, what are the treatment plans for this uh, disease? And also, as far as research, how close are we as far as uh, trying to uh, uh, get this uh, situation solved or diagnosed better or treated better overall? Great. Well, first, thanks for your questions, and I'm sorry to hear about your mom. And, you know, this is just something too many of us go through. So, you know, the question about, you know, what we can do, I'll start backwards. Right now, you know, progress in diseases of the brain is very, very slow compared to other diseases. And the reason that I'll share about that is that, Almost, unlike almost all the other organs in the body, the brain doesn't regenerate the same way. So if you damage a muscle or you damage most organs, it can grow back. In the brain, it doesn't. So by the time we have symptoms of dementia or symptoms of Parkinson's, that's because we've lost so many brain cells to the disease. There's just no way to get those back. They don't grow back. They can't make the right connection. So Really, the, for the future, if you ask me, it's early diagnosis. We have to diagnose these diseases earlier. And one thing I will say that I haven't had a chance to say yet that may be the most important lesson from today, these are diseases that we think about of older people. These are diseases that right. start generally in the 60s and 70s and 80s. But in reality, on the molecular level, what we're learning is these start in our 30s and 40s. These are diseases mm -hmm. of young us. 
But if we don't know that they're happening because the cells die and they spread over 30 years or so, by the time we see Mm -hmm. symptoms in our 60s, 70s, and 80s, it is too late. So the way to address these diseases is to recognize them by our 50s and take a drug or a device or a lifestyle change or whatever it takes to slow it down. Because if we know we have a disease before there are symptoms, we don't need the greatest drug in the world. We just need to slow it down to where we would get symptoms Mm -hmm. when we're 120. So, you know, I'm sorry that we can't do this now for your mom, but I believe that by combining our knowledge of early diagnosis with all sorts of interventions, we're going to make progress in the next 10 years, but it's not going to be, it's very unlikely that we will give a drug that makes it go away. So we have to get it earlier. Is that helpful at all? Hey, that was very educational. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks so much, Dr. Dr. Strong. Thanks so much. Russ. Uh, can you explain to our listening audience what is the difference between dementia, Lewy body, Parkinson, and Alzheimer's? Yep. So great questions. And, you know, just have to think about that. All of these diseases were described actually beginning in the 1800s and then in the early 1900s. So these were all clinical the definitions of a disease before we knew anything about the brain. And so we're still stuck with some of our early descriptors. So, you know, when we talk about dementia, dementia is a general term for the loss of memory and executive function. We define Alzheimer's as a, as a form of dementia because beginning in the 1900s, we learned how to look at people's brains after they died under the microscope, and a significant number of people with dementia had certain patterns under the microscope in their brains. That was the most advanced tool that we had, and so a Dr. Alzheimer said, ah, so I see these 20 cases of dementia, and 17 of them have these things under the microscope, which he called plaque and tangle. So Alzheimer's was defined by what you see under the microscope. But dementia itself can look the same, whether it's caused by Alzheimer's or it's caused by strokes or it's caused by other diseases. Lewy body dementia, the dementia in Lewy body, they're all indistinguishable. The brain works by region of the brain. When you destroy the region that lays down memories, regardless of what molecule or what is destroying it, you get the same lack of function. So dementia is a general term that we could use to describe all of these. Alzheimer's is a very specific form that looks a certain way under the microscope. And in the 80s, or actually late 70s, someone discovered that a significant number of people with dementia that also had Parkinson's symptoms under the microscope, it looked different. And they saw these things in nerve cells that were not what they called plaque and tangle, but they looked different. They called them Lewy bodies because they had been described earlier in the 20th century by someone named Lewy. And they said, ah, 
we thought that Lewy bodies were only associated with Parkinson's, but now we're seeing all these dementia patients that are loaded with Lewy bodies. And so, again, dementia is really the clinical disease. When we start to break it down, this is because we're trying to understand what causes it because knowing what causes it and what molecules are involved are the best way to develop drugs and other interventions. So I don't know if that helps. Yes, it does. Dr. Russ, what are prions and how are they used to accurately diagnose brain diseases? Yep. So another great question. So prions are a... a, form of misfolded protein. And we've talked about this before, and we can do the Star Wars thing here if you want. But, you know, we have proteins in our brain that are normally good guys. You know, they're the Luke Skywalker, and it is just fine. Or they are Luke Skywalker's father. They are out there to build things and try to help people. But under certain circumstances, some of them, even without the force, can flip. And if you flip into Darth Vader, that is the, a protein that then becomes known as a prion. And a prion is a normal protein that flips to be toxic and dangerous, but more important, to be a prion or a prion-like form of a protein, you have to be able to not only flip into an evil form, but you have to be able to replicate on it on your own. And so what happens is you have a normal protein, it flips to a bad form, and that bad form recruits all the good forms to the dark side. So this is the Star Wars. It, and so prions were first discovered not so long ago, another 30 years ago or so, uh, in association with a, a disease called mad cow disease. And it turns out that what we learned about that also applies to Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and other diseases of misfolded proteins. And the thing is that prions and misfolded proteins, the tools that we have, like the microscope or even most of the molecular tools, they look the same. They're just a flipped form of the same protein. So what we've done at Amprion and other scientists around the world is develop tools that specifically recognize the prion form. And once you can do that, if a person has the prion form floating around because it replicates, they now have the disease. And whether you find it when you're 30 or 40 or 60, you have that disease. And once we know that, we can then try to target the prion or the damage it does with new drugs, devices, lifestyle changes. So that's why it's so important. Again, is that helpful or I can go into more detail? That is very, very helpful. Just very educational, Dr. Russ. Is there any way you can pull an Obi-Wan Kenobi and take some of those <laughs> ones that have actually gone to the dark side and actually regress, re, re, regress that pull and, uh, and reverse the disease? Well, there are a lot of people thinking about that. And there are drugs out there that are claim to be able to do it, at least for the prion-like proteins involved in Alzheimer's, the drugs are a little bit controversial because they're expensive and it's not clear, uh, as we talked about before, whether you really can convert someone who already has a lot of the brain damage. But you no, know, you're exactly right. That is one of the things that uh, drug companies, scientists, universities are trying to target. Wow. Hey, Doc, we got to take a station break, but this is so fascinating. I cannot wait to get back so we can resume. 
this great discussion. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 1170 It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and uh, Noah, I don't know about you, man, but this is so informative. And it's, uh, it's turned out to be such a fascinating conversation. It, it is. And uh, we got all of these diseases out there that we know so little about. And, uh, you know, I, I, I tell you, I mean, there have to be, just like I mentioned earlier, some type of awareness that we can bring a lot more attention uh, to some of these things. And um, I'm going to ask the doctor about that shortly. And some of the things that they're doing to... Uh, detect uh, these diseases. So I listen to the audience. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 344 1170 Again, that's one 344 1170 Hey, Dr. Russ, now uh, your organization uh, uh, research team has developed this Syntax test for detecting uh, Lewy body, Alzheimer's, Parkinson. And decades before symptoms appear. Can you tell us a little bit and how does that work? Yeah, thanks for asking again. Um, so what we've discussed in the previous segment that these misfolded proteins, these we'll call prion-like for proteins, actually are carriers of the disease and spreading throughout the brain. But that one, there are very few of them that are easily detectable, and they look to most tools that we have just like the normal forms. So at Amprion, we've developed a test 
that, that sees only the needle in the haystack and not the haystack. And that's the misfolded forms of these proteins. And our first test is for one, there are probably four of these proteins that drive most of the neurodegenerative diseases. And they can be by themselves, or you can have two or three of these misfolded proteins. But right now we have a test that's available to doctors and for patients called SYNTAP that looks at one of these that we think is critically important called synuclein, and that's the syn in SYNTAP. And misfolded synuclein is present in every single case of Parkinson's, in every single case of Lewy body dementia, and in about half or more of Alzheimer's cases. And if you know that you have misfolded synuclein and you have symptoms that you're not sure are a neurodegenerative disease or which, it can play, a, our test can play a major role, one, in saying if it's negative, great news, you don't have one of these diseases, which is important because, as I said, even the best doctors are wrong 25% of the time. Or if you want to know, do I have Lewy body dementia? And very early, because that's what's important here, we can say that you have misfolded synuclein in your brain, and that doesn't go away, that you are 10 years, 5 years, 20 years away from a debilitating disease. So it's the first time to have a single molecule test that's so accurate that it is linked to disease and that you can predict 10 years or more in advance what's going to happen. And I'll tell you that even we are surprised at how well it's working uh, as we try to test it on people and compare to other ways of diagnosing the disease. So it is important. We need, at Amprion, we are developing tests for the other three major proteins because in the end, we want to do everyone is different. Every disease starts a little differently, and we would love to be able to do personalized medicine. But right now, we feel that we can detect the key protein that is driving most of these diseases. And in Alzheimer's, it is a key factor in making the disease progress even faster. So that's what SYNCAP is. Hey, doctor, um, just very curious because I've heard this over the years. And I mean, I... I do it. My my family members do it. Keeping your brain active. Like I like a lot of strategy games. My mom plays a lot of crossword puzzles. Even if before you take a test and see some of the early symptoms, are these things that you can use to prevent possibly coming down with any of these diseases? Yeah, it's absolutely. So the kinds of things that, you know, people are actually able to study this now and look at people over many years and see. So the question is, if you don't know who has the disease early, then all you can do is look at people as they age and say, okay, of the group that did well, what did they do differently? So as you said, that people who don't challenge themselves and don't use their brains, they tend to be more at risk. But the other things that may not be as obvious that make a giant difference here are exercise. People who exercise regularly, you know, in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s end up also with a much lower uh, apparent incidence, or at least they are much less frequently uh, involved with these diseases. The other is diet. And the good news here is exactly the diet and exercise regimens you would use for heart disease and just for general health work for dementia as well. The other things that 
uh, make a significant difference is long-term smoking, the same way that it has a risk for cancer and other diseases, has a risk for a neurodegenerative disease. So one thing that everyone can do right now that makes a giant difference is just stay healthy, including, though, as you said, to keep your brain active. You have to keep your brain and your body active, and it can slow things down. And so we are really interested in finding groups of people at early stages before their symptoms. And then we can, that's a different type of study where you can really say all of these people have the same risk. This group exercises and does diet and does brain exercises and this group doesn't. And how much of a difference does that make? I believe we can begin to measure those things because of the kinds of tests like Syntap. Wow. You know, this is so fascinating. And uh, I know we're coming down to the last uh, couple of minutes of the show. And uh, Dr. Russ, it's important uh, that uh, we we give our listening audience some takeaways. What are some of the most important things that you want them to take away from this great discussion? Yeah, well, um, you know, my thing is the same as yours. It's helping people. And so, you know, that's all of our job. So one is getting the information out. So thank you for the opportunity. And I do want to say to you and Michelle and Noah that nothing new that happens. If no one hears about it, it doesn't happen. So what you do is every bit as important as what I do, and if not more. So I want to thank you for that. And I think the take-home lesson is that these are diseases that are very scary, um, that they are getting worse in terms of even beyond that we have an aging population, something about our lifestyle or our environment is making them worse, but that we can get a handle on this. And that what I would say is my one sort of message is, you know, early detection equals early prevention. And eventually we may have drugs, but right now we have lifestyle. And so if you know that you have these diseases or if you think you do and you have good reason to believe, then your doctor can now offer tests and other ways to intervene early and to reduce the, this, the scariness and the damage and the, the overall negative effects of these wow. diseases. Wow, we, we have ran out of time, Doc. This is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I tell you, uh, I'm, I'm going to invite you back to the show because it's a lot that we did not cover in here, and I think it's so important. So I want to personally thank you for taking the time to come <laughs> on the James Cooley Show. I, uh, you know, so thanks so much for that education. I'd like to thank my great uh, producer, uh, Michelle Cooley, my great, my great uh, producer, Noah Dingley, uh, my great co-host. It's your life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.